When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Quitters never give up. Hey, what's up, party people? Welcome to Quitters Never Give Up. This is episode 28. I'm Christopher Rosales. With me, as always, is Jen Sunshine, Edwin Buckshot Miller. Yo. Today we got listener Drew from Detroit. Hey, Lindsay is on special assignment in Milwaukee, and our guests today are the wonderful, fantastic Coven. We got Dr. Rachel, Cupcake Kelly, and Geometric Bananas. Hi, hello there. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Thank you for having us. Thank you for coming on. Uh, But before we uh, talk to you guys, we're going to get into the uh, news. Winners never give up news. What happened? Your source for news in the Kevin and Bean universe. I quit this bitch. All right, starting off the news, uh, legendary rock and roll drummer Charles Conner passed away this week at his home at the age of 86. Uh, he played for important figures like Little Richard, Sam Cooke, Jackie Wilson, James Brown, and many others. Uh, James Brown was once quoted as saying, Charles was the first to put the funk into the rhythm of rock and roll music. And we uh, paid a little tribute to him with uh, the theme this uh, episode. Uh, of course, everybody knows the connection to Kevin and Bean. Charles was the longtime security guard at K-Rock. Uh, everybody from K-Rock, um, on the news of his passing, and nothing but love for Charles. King of Mexico and Kevin tweeted about him. Lightning posted on the social club. And both Monday's Cup of Tea and Ralph Report featured long segments discussing how much he meant to them and the show. Uh, let's go ahead and hear a clip of Charles's last day on the Kevin and Bean show. Hey, you guys, we're joined by a very special gentleman who not only do we love, but Charles, you smell great. Thank you so much. What's that cologne? Oh, it's the best cologne. I never tell my secret. Oh, you know, all right. right. I don't all want right. everybody to smell like me. Charles you got you to keep it funky and juicy. Yeah. Right. Sure. That's what you're famous for, <laughs> Charles. Right. Oh, yeah. Charles Connor, you have heard on our show uh, numerous times over the past uh, 15 years or more that we've been in this building. And uh, today is your last day working here at K-Rock. Yes. Yeah, but I had a good time working, man, here because, you know, I've been here 45 years and six months. I'm sorry. You weren't even born then. You've been At here this life? building, you've been here 45 and a half years. So long before K-Rock ever moved 45 yeah, yeah. years. Yeah, Kay Eaton was here and uh, and uh, a couple other stations. Wow. And okay. a, a yeah. lot of owners was on this. You know, yeah. yeah. So you've been standing out front of yep. this building running security yep. for 45 and a half years, I mean, years, but Charles. define running security. You don't <laughs> yeah, need much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Take care. Yeah. How does that feel on your last day of work as well, you head Well, it feels good. I miss all you guys. It's like family, my daytime family, everything. But mm-hmm. I accomplished a lot since I've been there because, you know, when I was traveling on the road, I traveled on the road about 22 years, route to around the world with mm-hmm. some of the greatest entertainers, little Richard. 
Jackie Wilson, Sam Cooke, Jan Brown, all those cats, you know, and everything like that. Charles played drums for yeah. all of those people that for he just named. Yeah, exactly. yes, I'm a drummer. Yeah, I'm a little Richard, original drummer. And what happened was uh, this job, you know, let me tell you something, a musician. I don't mm-hmm. know if a lot of people don't, you know, admit it or not, musician. Once you had played with some of the greatest entertainers that ever walked the face to the earth, like little Richard Jan Brown, Jackie Wilson, Sam Cooke, where else do you go? And then I thought about when I, when I joined Richard uh, back there in 1953 in Nashville, Tennessee, I was homeless. Wow. wow. I, was, I wasn't staying on neutral ground, nothing like that big for money. I was walking down the street. Mr., could you lend me 15 cents until I get my next gig? I did so, not know that. Sleeping in the old car and cars and stuff like that, you know. And after I got that break with Little Richard, I said, I will never, I will never be hungry and broke again. Mm-hmm. And what happened? And when the music business got slow uh, up in the 70s and everything, after the rock and roll and went down a little mm-hmm. bit. And what happened was I say, I'm going to get me a day job. Because after you play with a lot of entertainers, powerful guys, man, you go to the airport, people pray you like a king and all that kind of stuff, man, and live a privileged life. You say, what can I do? I say, I know what I'm going to do after. I'm going to get me a day job. I say, all I have is a high school education. I'm going to get me a day job, and I'm going to still play music, and I'm going to still do recording. You know, because I wrote two or three books already. I wrote a right. book, you yes. know, books. And everything. Excellent biographies. Yeah. yeah. So, in other words, that's what you attribute your work ethic to, is you remember where you came from, and you that's said, I'm right. going to get myself a steady job, right. and I'm going to take it seriously. And I'm going to ride it to the end. And that's what you've done. And you're finally here on your last day. So will you get the opportunity to spend more time on your music now that you want oh, to yeah. show up so K-Rock every day? Tra- yeah, I'm going to travel to, uh, I'm going to New York because that's what we thought of New York at the Apollo Day, the Brooklyn Paramount. Brooklyn Paramount is no longer there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to uh, New Orleans. Just left. We shot in New Orleans last year this time. My, I'm working on my documentary. You want to stay at uh, Bean's house? Sure. Charles is always walking Man, to my house. You know yeah, that. In the Garden District? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> We're going to run up against the clock here, but the reason we wanted to have you in is uh, obviously to say uh, congratulations and just Thank to say you. I hope that we continue to have the opportunity to run into you, see you every once in a while. I hope you'll keep in touch with us because you have been such an amazing ambassador for K Rock and the other radio stations in this building the entire time you've been here. You are the friendliest face that people ever want to see. And when they show up at the building, you give them such a smile with such a good impression. You're so kind. It means so much to all of us that work here. And I want you to know how much we appreciate every minute that you've spent out there in front of this building. I'm serious, my friend. Thank you so much. Very kind of you. You guys are like family and everything. Yeah, I'm going to still do my, like, you know, I mean, I still have my band and everything. I used to play a lot of the uh, car show for for, for Carrie. Keep doing it, man. Keep doing it. Take care of yourself. Stay healthy. Keep doing what you enjoy. But I'm just asking you to keep in touch with us and let us know how you're doing. Well, you got my website and my email and all that. I'm doing a lot of stuff. And I'm interviewing a lot of other great drummers, too, and stuff like that. And thank you, by the way, for all of the conversations you've had with me. Oh, yeah, an definitely. Hour, I appreciate it. An hour and a half we would stand there and talk. <laughs> but if you I don't, mean, he's an amazing, amazing person. If he you is. don't share, you lose. you got to share your experience with people. That's right. Again. So Let's God, uh, give it up for our friend Charles Connor, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. There he is. His last day here at uh, K-Rock. Have a happy retirement and keep in touch. All right, sir? Love you all. All love right, love you, you too, Charles. Right. Keep it funky Thanks. and... Juicy! There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> 
Yeah, man, that I was will awesome. I keep it funky and juicy. I didn't know that Charles wrote a book. I had to look this up. It's called Keep a Knockin' the Story of a Legendary Drummer, and it was published in 2015. So I need to pick that one up now. Yeah. Yeah. I think he wrote two books. Um, Edwin, you met him, and so did Drew. Did anybody else meet him? No. No, I I, I never have. Me too. I was lucky enough to go to the studio one time and watch him do the show, and he was out there. So he's like, he checked me on the list. Yeah. And he talked with me, chatted with me. He had pictures in his cubicle, like of him and little Richard. And I'm just, my Whoa. mind's blown. And he's super friendly. And he goes, hey, come on. You want a picture with me? I'm like, heck yeah. <laughs> a real nice yeah. guy. Boy, he was, he was so fun to talk to. See, and that's way better than mine. Because I went down there after Jimmy had said something on the air. And a bunch of us kind of showed up. And all I got was basically the beat it kid. But he was super nice <laughs> about it, too. Like, he wasn't, like, screaming or anything. It's just like, nah, come on. This is a business goal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Kevin talked about talking to him for hours. And so did Ralph on the Ralph Report. And on Twitter, yeah. he said, I just talked about everything. So, yeah. RIP, Charles. Keep it funky and juicy. You'll be Thank missed. You. The next story we got is Cat quits K Rock. On Tuesday, August 3rd, she tweeted simply, So I quit K Rock. Uh, of course, the Quitters Never Give Up news team was there with our microphones to hear uh, what, how that conversation happened. So if you're confused about what I'm saying, listen very <laughs> carefully. I quit this bitch. <laughs> so yeah, we wish Cat the best of luck on her future projects. And, um, you know, hopefully she gets that Alley and Cat. Hallmark podcast that'd be pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, drunken <laughs> Hallmark movie reviews. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was thinking, right. is there anyone worthwhile left at K Rock now? I think they've gotten rid of everyone who has any talent. Nicole Alvarez and oh, I mean Tech. Yep, yeah, she's oh, still our there. Boy Omar is there. Yeah, yeah. Omar's Omar. there. Omar is there. Beer mug. Is, is he there? Is beer mug? Yeah, has he ever been there? <laughs> ever? Like, is he ever, ever anywhere? Ever. Yeah. <laughs> No offense, Beer Mug. Or maybe some offense. We don't care. Take some. Please do something with it. <laughs> yes. Take offense. Change your life. Do it. Get your goddamn life together. It's <laughs> your goddamn, goddamn life. life. That's what it right. is. <laughs> well, should we go into this now? How you guys have been stalking uh, Beer Mug? Uh, well, we'll move on to the podcast roundup, and we'll start off here with... Let me find this clip here. Nailed it. Ow! Ow! You get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. All right, so first on the Ralph report, we'll start off there. Um, Eddie stepped in dog poop twice in one week. Um, I don't know how that happens, and I don't understand how Eddie, a grown person, has only two pairs of shoes because he could he just had two pairs of shoes and that was it. Even you only Kevin have two pairs of, pairs of shoes, Drew. You only have two pairs of shoes, I, I, yeah. I really do only have two pairs. I throw them out when I don't want them anymore. In fact, like when I left LA the last time, I bought a new pair of shoes and threw my other ones in the dumpster. Like, I don't care, like, like I, I need wet and dry, that's it. Mm-hmm. But Steve uh, wrote a song for him, and uh, Ralph and Steve performed it. Listen to that song. Steve. Here comes the shit stepper. Murderer. He's a dog turd attractor. Murderer. Gets all the poo in the area. Murderer. Dancing all the shite. Murderer. 
I just love the way Steve cracks up Ralph for that. Yeah. Steve uh, is a classic. Yeah. He's great. Okay, uh, Ralph uh, is going to start wearing Hawaiian shirts. I mean, um, Aloha shirts. We all question whether he'll become Magnum PI, because whether he's going to grow his mustache. We got this clip real quick. You got to get you got to get Detroit Tigers cap now. <laughs> I don't want to go really full. just own the whole thing. I don't want to go full Magnum. Grow a stash? No, I might grow a stash. You should grow a stash. I might. You're I miss my stash. You're single, girl. Yeah, stash. I don't want to stay single forever. <laughs> so the stash may not be the way to go. You should shave your beard and just rock. I'll the do. Stash. If you grow a stash, I'll grow. A, I'll I'll rock a stash. It takes me forever. You're one of those guys who can grow facial hair in about without 20 minutes of concentrating, you can come up with a full I beard. Can stash it. it takes me about a month for it really to fill in. Mm. It takes a long time. All right. All right, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> so what do you guys think, stash or no stash for Ralph? Was that directed at me with Detroit Tigers I mean, yeah, and the stash like... and the beard? Like, that was just all aiming at this guy right here. That, that's Magnum P.I. I, I know. You know what? Uh, a couple years back, I was working at a job, and they required everyone to shave except for mustaches. So I shaved everything but that. And for the entire day, my boss thought I had basically bought a fake mustache and put it on because he's like, <laughs> that's a Magnum P.I. porno stash. I'm like, well... You said no, no, no beards, but stashes are fine. And yeah, don't do that. I was single for a while. <laughs> don't give a shit about the stash. Everyone could tell that. I just need him to get that tiger's hat. That's all I care about. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, oh, no. he forgot the most famous Aloha shirt. That's Weird Al. He's yeah, worn it for like did. 50 years. Yeah. All right. We're going to move on to Kevin and Sluggo. We see on this clip that he posted on Instagram that Kevin has not lost a step. Test, test, one, two, three. All right, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you. Kevin here. Hold on. Kevin here. <clears throat> <laughs> sorry, I have to swallow. Okay, I had to swallow. Sorry, I have to swallow. Kevin, you son of a bitch, what? Wow, I gotta swallow a lot. Again, what the f? That is stupid. Gotta swallow. Sorry, I, I can't stop swallowing. Listen, I'm a child. I have a lot of spit. Is that weird? Uh, not for you. Kevin here. You know I love my car chases. This one yesterday involved, God damn it. <laughs> now he's chilling. Shit, man. Oh, dear Lord. I'm going to start again. Nope. <laughs> I have a lot of spit, man. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with that. Uh, swallow. Is he... What the fuck? Is it Catherwood in the booth? Like, who is it sounded the guy? like Mike. Yeah, it sounded like Mike. And it's just like, what should I do? I don't know. Swallow? I'm like, oh, my dear God. <laughs> All right. Jen has a clip from uh, the Kevin and Sluggo show. You want to talk about the clip, Jen? Uh, it's a little long. It's so they're... Um... Kevin and Suggo are uh, asking a question, kind of like a little game. And um, the call. So here's the deal with the KLOS listeners versus the K Rock listeners. KLOS listeners must be really old. Oh, <laughs> None no. of them are Googling. I swear to God, they don't. Um, it, it's, they're just listening to the radio. A lot of them don't have computers, actually, when you listen to some of the callers. Um, but go, just go ahead and play it, Chris. 95.5 KLOS, Southern California's rock station. It is Kevin and Sluggo in the afternoon. KLOS, who's this? Shea 
13. Shane, your caller 13. Bing. All right. All right. Are you ready for your question for the Encyclopedia? Mm, well yeah, I, I didn't even hear what the challenge was, so uh, I'm, I'm ready. We haven't even said it yet. I'm going to ask you a question right now, and then you can okay. give us the answer. There is a hidden track on the original Shake Your Money Maker album. Name it. There's a hidden track on the original Shake Your Money Maker album. Not ringing a bell. Can't do it. What if it was not ringing a bell? Can't do it. What if that was- <laughs> oh my God, that would be awesome. That would be Damn. All right, oh, well, thank sorry, you. man. Hi, KLOS. Who's this? This is Susie. Susie, we have a little question for you uh, to get in to see Black Crows and Dirty Honey, possibly. Are you ready? That's wonderful. Um, yes. All right, there is a hidden track on the original Shake Your Money Maker album. Name it. Oh my gosh. Um, mm. I haven't had that album. Um. Whatever you do, don't Google it now. I no, nobody does that. No, anymore. anymore. <laughs> oh my god! How many people are on the line? Forty-seven. Yeah, right. I got a team over here. Oh my gosh, hidden tracks. Um, oh my god, and I listened to that album like I wore it out. Yeah. Like when the tape out DVD. It's a title. Uh, title of the hidden track. Title of the hidden track. Oh my gosh. That is terrifying. That my goodness, you're the slowest Googlers I've ever run into I, in my I'm life. Not, I'm not Googling it. Well, you should be. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you should have been. Thank you for calling. <laughs> Hi, KLOS. Who's this? This is Cheryl. Cheryl, we got a little Christian for you. A little Christian, a little black. A question Cruise. is what he means. Yeah, that. Um, if you can answer this question, you will win. You ready? Yep. There's a hidden track on the original Shake Your Money Maker album. What is the name of it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> wow, we've not had this much trouble. There's a hidden track on the original Shake Your Money Maker album. What is that name? I don't know. Damn it. Well, thanks for the good try. Oh, well, screw it. Caller 13, the first person that can tell us, 818-955-KLOS. Good luck. But you have to get it right. Yeah, you have to get it right. 955-KLOS, Southern California's rock station. People have had time now to look up the answer. Yeah, we don't need to. So we should only need one call. KLOS, who's this? It's Shane again. (laughs) Wow, that's awesome. Well done, Shane again. There is a hidden track on the original Shake Your Money Maker album. What's the name of it? Oh, my God, Shane! You have time to look it up! What is your problem? Son of a bitch! <laughs> you better get it right. Dude, you oh, have time hold. to look it up! We're gonna get it. Up. We're gonna get it. You oh, have... my God. You had, like, ten minutes to look it up. Strutting, strutting blues. Uh, no. <laughs> Shane. 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 Shame. Hang oh, up wait, on wait, you. Hang up on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> KLOS, hello. Who's this? <laughs> hello. Hi there. Hi. There's a hidden track on the original Shake Your Money Maker album. What's the name of it? Um, um. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, that's not the name of it. What's happening? I can't believe you answered. Charming Man. <laughs> what? Huh? Charming Man? I don't know what's happening. Oh, my God. KLOS, hello. Hello. There's a hidden track on the original Shake Your Money Maker album. Name it. Black Bill's Bride. 
What'd you say? Black Steel Bride? Is that it? Am I wrong? I believe you're wrong. Oh, I believe so too. Sorry. This is unbelievable. KLOS, hi. <laughs> There's a hidden track on the original Shake Your Money Maker album. What's the name of it? What's the name? Hello? Yes, hi. Oh, I didn't know I was on there. It's called, uh, is it Untitled? Bonus track? That's the name of it? No. No. It has a name. That's why we're asking for the name. <laughs> I don't know what to do. You know, this country is doomed. I just, I don't that know what to do. Different. One last one. Last try. All right. Hi, KLOS. Who are you? Uh, Stephen. All right. Stephen? There's a hidden track on the original Shake Your Money Maker album. Name it. I'm going to be hearing that question in my sleep tonight. Same. Hidden track, uh, Lift Too Fast, Blues, uh, Mercy Sweet Mode. Yes! Hell yeah! Our 30th caller got it right. Now you are talking. Uh, uh, oh, I just was listening to that yesterday. I just started dying. And the way that Kevin was just like, you know, originally it's like hey you know there's a hidden track on the uh, black crows album name it and then as it goes on and on there's a hidden track on the black crows album name it he's all so he's so here's a big question next caller here's a big right. question has anyone else called in on any of the kevin and bean game shows and googled the answer because they didn't know no i no, wouldn't so, so it would never I, even cross my mind to google because i am like a dork that's like run by rules but <laughs> i but i love how like i don't know they gave that person like a long ass time and it's like just yeah google it at that point I, I i will i will cut it in here but back when it was breakfast with the foos uh they were playing a game called name that foo and <laughs> it, the worst thing was the question was this punk band has the word foo in it and i knew who fugazi was but i could not remember it so i am trying to type quietly type so they can't hear it, and they even go in and go, if he's Googling it, he's the most quietest typer ever. So I will cut that in right here. <laughs> like, Andrew right. in Redondo Beach. Good morning. Morning. Andrew, yeah, this, har- this hardcore band, best known for their dedication to touring, came out of the Washington, D.C. punk scene and is probably best known for their song, Waiting Room. Uh, it's kind of like, I know I know this one. It's got foo in it. Punk band out of D.C. Waiting room. You know what? If you know it, go ahead and share the answer with us, and then we'll put you in the drawing. I'm trying to figure it out, but I can't. I knew all the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't help you right now. Hardcore punk ah, band. DC. Bugazi. Yes! Nice! Yes! Nice! Yes! Nice! One hundredth of a second away from the buzzer. <laughs> nice! By the way, you have no idea how close you were. Well done. Pulled it out. Wow, that was a surprise. Was he looking that up? Was that what he was doing? He was online, did you I think? Don't know. I doubt it. That's it did bad. come out of nowhere. I don't know. Either way, it's all right with us. He's certainly not allowed as loud a typist as you are being because <laughs> we couldn't case. tell. Yeah. Well, another thing so, I noticed. In the old days, Kevin and Bean had no patience for callers that didn't None. know what the heck they were doing. And Kevin yep. is letting those guys hang up in the wind. I was just about <laughs> I don't know to say if he's that. More cruel or what? I think he I just gave cool. up in it. Like he was just like, you're, you're, you're on your own. I don't care. I, I, I'm retiring. We're done. Well, when when Shane called back, <laughs> I was just thinking, I love the guy that called back but still didn't have the answer. <laughs> Deserve a prize for that. You got told to Google, and you came back with no answer. Like, and, and then the one that came with the Smith song, this charming man. 
He was like, what? What is going on here? It's not even the right page. And then you know, the one person said Black Veil Brides. I'm like, no. <laughs> Did you guys know that Kevin and Sluggo is on Apple Podcasts now? Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, in fact, Diamond, thank you for letting me know that because I didn't until you posted that on Twitter. So thank you yeah. so much. Even <laughs> yeah, yeah, not even Kevin knew. We're on Apple Podcasts sometimes. Sometimes not. When, when, when it works. When it works. Yeah. <laughs> when it works. That's not my job. All right, moving on to Janky Town. Uh, Janky Town had two episodes this week. So, well, sort of. I am. Um, uh, well, let's go. Episode 50, we learned that K-Rock is killing Omar and Beer Mug because of the schedules. Since K-Rock um, basically fired everybody and then made everybody do like 17 jobs. Um, there's, Beer Mug has no, you know, Beer Mug sleep schedule is all off. And Omar was so tired, he thought he was dying from COVID. So, I mean, that goes back to our conversation of how bad K-Rock is and, you know, why it deserves, you know, the ire from fans. Um, Dave's fine, though. He's still living his best life. <laughs> Beer Mug talks with Monty and Jimmy at O'Grady's. And here's how Monty starts his interview. You know what, what breaks my heart? Eh. What the hell? You didn't even ask him anything, really. Why? Why? <laughs> Kevin and Bean, man. Why? Why would you guys leave us? That's not right, man. Omar went on to say that uh, listening to Monty, it makes you feel like you're drunk yourself. And I agree. Totally. Good description, yeah. Man. But he's a likable guy. I oh. always loved it when Beer Mug would ask him questions. We got more Monty. He's got this message of unity for us. You know, as a Trump supporter, uh -huh. I want to say we're going to give the current president a chance. I hope so. I hope he does. I hope, I hope we can. Don't we? We have respect for the office. Good. Doesn't matter who right. comes and goes. Right. It's the country. It sounds like a Quentin Tarantino scene with that song playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a Cucamonga Heat scene. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Yeah, That's so what I was nice. Gonna say, Heat, right? Yeah, yeah, Eric. <laughs> yeah, Eric. Yeah, Monty. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> yeah Monty. So, You'll get paid plenty, Monty. It goes on like that. He just waffles back and forth between I don't know what his point was. Uh, but I'll spare you guys and move on to Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy starts talking about skating and how it's in the Olympics, and but the guys are distracted by someone in the background singing. Skate is a way of life. You know, we're not, you know, we're not a sport. We're... It's a way of life. But uh guess they finally think we're sport. Who's that singing behind you? You know, and uh, some crazy lady that was tear jerker. I oh. should be like <laughs> Okay. You know uh, you know uh, <laughs> So the the lady was distracting and Bear Mug just called her a crazy lady, but we later find out that that's well, let's see her what, what Jimmy described him. Um, but oh my girlfriend's over there. She's a great singer and she's really oh, rocking out. Girl. She's a little party by herself over there. You, you want to go? I don't want to hold you up. You, you want to go join her? Go for it. Go for it. So yeah, I think Beer Mug forgot that that was his girlfriend and just like uh, she's just some crazy lady in the background. Um, moving on to episode fifty-one. Episode fifty-one is was basically an announcement there on Patreon, um, and I sent this clip to all all of us Twitter. You crazy son of a bitch, you did. You know from Jurassic Park. I. Couldn't believe they actually did it. Crazy sons of bitches. No, you uh, said they they did it, but they didn't ask if they should do it. Something like that from like the Jurassic that, yeah. Park. I cracked up when you sent that to us. 
Uh, let's go over the tiers real quick. I know some of us joined. Uh, by the way, when I joined, it was at number 68 in patrons, so I believe I'm 69. By the way, oh, just put that out there. Lucky son of a oh, num- number 18 oh, over man. here. Number 18. <laughs> yeah, I, I got in there on you know ground floor level, made sure I, you know, under 20. I tried to go for under 10, didn't work. <laughs> I wonder who number one is. Call out if you're out there, let us know. Yeah, Maybe and if you the coven's number one, you guys number one? No, no. I was I number, know. I think I was number 13. 13, wow. Well, Diamond's 13. I knew You're about 18. it before. Uh, yeah, okay. But I wasn't. <laughs> Wait, how do you guys remember? Well, because you, you, okay, you just you were, you were fresh and you see how many people have subscribed. So, oh, okay. like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Amateur Patreons. Okay, so here's the yeah. here's the levels. At three dollars, that's the beer mug level. Um, you know, basic minimal effort. So you get ad free episodes and a Janky Town sticker. And I was like, well, but the ads are some of the funniest moments on that show. I, I don't know. Um, the next the one next is the not- up. You get more ads, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the not my fault. Uh, you know, just five percent, just like Dave. You get two bonus episodes a month plus the ad free and the sticker. Uh, the fifteen stations. And this I thought was a big jump because all the other podcasts I listen on Patreon I listen to will go to ten, but I don't know. Um, let's see. So it's a one station for every, one dollar for every station Omar works on. You get uh, an ad free. On top of everything else, you get an ad free video episode. One person a month gets to watch the magic happen live via Zoom. Uh, bonus janky video content, and which they talked about doing whack ass with uh, Johnny Knottsville and Steve No and Dave. Which I thought was gonna, which I think is kind of going to be worth it. That'll be pretty funny. Uh, you get the monthly Zoom hang, a personalized vi- video message, one a year, and then the next one is the you got to fly in your head, thirty dollar level, and so on top of all that other stuff, you get the personalized jingle from DJ Omar Khan, <coughs> quality not guaranteed, a special Memorial Day party mix, uh, party machine mix from DJ Omar Khan, special Janky Town Christmas episode. An exclusive Janky Town personal experience. One person every three months. I guess they're going to go somewhere, hang out. I'm not really sure. And then the last thing on this tier is one jankster a year gets a special appearance. We talked about this before uh, from Omar Khan. And Dave and Muggs should show up to that party. So your quinceanera, whatever it is, they'll just get it done. Just a one-person party, you watching them (laughs) perform for you. Yeah. You know, if 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 I was to win it, you know what I would do? I would go ahead and have myself a bar mitzvah, not because I'm <laughs> Hebrew at all, but I want the bar mitzvah bros. And if oh, it's DJ right. by DJ Omar Khan, I don't say how they could say no to this. Um, let me know if the, I'm offending anyone, but um, yeah, let bar mitzvah bros. That's my plan. I, I think you should have a bris, a bris. No, no, we should not have one of those. We, we can have a brisket. We can brisket. do that. But, oh, but, yeah. but no, no bris. All right. Hey, Chris, what, what were the tiers? How much does it cost for the top one? 30. 30. 30. Yeah. That's a lot of money. 30 a month? Yeah. They give you a yeah. Poopy talk? I don't know about that. Yeah, Edwin's not sold on the poopy though? talk. For 50, can you have no poopy talk in it? Uh, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Allie loves poop. What are you talking about? I don't like the way they, they do it. for poopy talk. Yeah, I like the fear. That was a hilarious segment. Kevin and B know how to do it right. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've fallen and I poop my pants. I want more of that. 
All right, moving on to cup of tea in the chat. One of the things I want to focus on is uh, the quiz was listener Leonardo. Uh, I don't have any clips because oh, this was like way too long of just pure gold, <laughs> of just angry Bean. I thought Edwin would love this where just Bean was going off on this guy telling a story that went nowhere. It is he, one of my favorite things. Yeah, Poor you got to listen to it. I fucking lost it in the car. Like, I <laughs> it was literally rough. screaming, like, literally screaming, like, Oh my god! And then when Bean's just like that—that's not the end. That's not the end of the yeah. story. What's the space quiz? Oh, it. Ooh, oh yeah. Oh man. I'll give you the rest of it at the end of the episode. Like yeah. That's- how oh. much there was. Oh my god. Yeah, oh yeah. Edwin, you gotta go back and listen to that. <laughs> he, he's, I can't. Now, he, he's become uh, I just realized it. Yes. At the end of the episode, I'm like, what is this? That was it was still going on. Okay. I will yeah, re-listen yeah. to that. It's become canon. Someone on the most recent episode replied with this giant paragraph thing and being straight up said thank you, Leonardo. Like he is now <laughs> a canon term. It's great. Oh. He's like the yeah. oh hello guy. Yeah, I'm gonna his, re-listen to that. His story was yeah, fantastic. Christopher goes, This is one of Edwin's people. Like, is that a shot, Christopher? No, because <laughs> I just I, you always talk about how you love when Kevin and Bean want them to get to the point. Yeah. And on this one, Kevin was really, you know, because I guess they're because they're Patreon, they he's like not trying to be mean to them and hang up on them. He's like, okay. Uh, that's not the end of your story. Okay, let's wrap it up. Move on, you know. But uh, yeah, you got to go sad. back and listen okay. to it. Uh, Poor okay. Leonardo had no self awareness either. It was like, whoo, boy. Oh, he had a good time though. It was yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, he I'm loved. Glad that he loved that we were all it. laughing at him. I, I, I threw him into the. I made a category for the KBCU greatest of all time, and I said like you should be in there. And he went ahead and replied back, "Thank you." I'm like, okay, so he's he's all for it. He loves it. Leonardo Longest filibuster of all time. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, They also talked about the Abbey and fuck that place and how guys need to just stop being creepy. Um, I want to, it, it, you know, it was a good conversation, but I want to play this clip of Bean and, uh, but Bean getting charbroiled by Allie. I will tell you that I have seen a number of stories lately where a guy has taken advantage of having access to a woman's phone number or address mm-hmm. and taken that next step thinking that they were being suave and romantic and and all the things that they're not being because they're just being effing creepy. I mean, I'll give you a perfect right. example is, you know, traveling these what'd days. You do? Tra- <laughs> it wasn't me. What'd so, yeah, you I just do? love how she snuck in that. What'd you do? <laughs> what's, what's it been? Been? What's it been? All right. The week that was. Press the button. That wins. Send me back into time. One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. Okay, we're doing the week that was 2010. We have a female Kevin, is what I heard. So I want to know, they were doing a call-in topic. Uh, You had a problem with your neighbors being noisy. So here's how Kevin handles something like that. The horn kept going off. Like, there's nothing going on, but this horn, which was pointed right at our house, would go off. And it was the same, you know, um, loudness of the of the horn the guy got arrested for. Like, four nights out of a week, it went off. Wow. And it just, everybody in the house has a heart attack. So I knew he had cameras. So I put on Now, before, s- before, we, find, before <laughs> we get to this, was there a step ahead of yeah, what of you're course. about to tell us? Did you go over and say, hey, dude, I'm sorry to bother you, but your alarm keeps going off yes. in the middle of the night. What's up? Yes. And what did he say? Nothing I can do about it. 
Okay, so his neighbor's horn is going off. It's bugging the heck out of him. So I'm just wondering if Diamond might have taken the steps that Kevin did. Let, let's rejoin our program in progress. Is he, he not home when it happens? Oh, he's home. Yeah. This goes off. Is he having prowler problems? No. No. Nope. Was it like a raccoon in the neighborhood that kept setting it off? What I don't know the if there's a squirrel in the front yard. I don't know. It just, but it kept going off and it would blast right at our house. But he showed no signs of wanting right. to rectify the so situation. So I went to him and I said, is there any way you could point the horn to anyone else's house? Just not mine. Because <laughs> I was literally right next door. Nope. Wow. <laughs> has to be that way. So I put on a ski mask, and I went around. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I went don't, around. Don't, don't, lead. Don't, don't rush over it. Well, he has cameras. Yeah. Don't rush over the key point. Do you go buy a ski mask just for this? No, I had one. He has security cameras, right? <laughs> right. So, so I didn't you wanna... grab a ski mask, <laughs> right. and you literally and a ladder. pull it over your face. Right. As if to disguise yourself a la a cat burglar. Correct. Is this okay. a, a, at night? Of course. No, Lisa. That's, he's running around the ski mask at day. <laughs> What's the point of a ski mask? You're drawing more attention to yourself if it's during the day and you got a ski mask on. <laughs> so uh, I grab a ladder, and I don't jump my fence because I don't want him to identify me. So I go around to did the you put uh, a ski mask on the fence so he I wouldn't know not. whose fence it was? <laughs> I went around yeah. to the neighbor on the other side of him, and I jumped that fence. So thinking, now you've trespassed on two properties. Well, I'm thinking <laughs> now if he sees something on his video cameras, he'll think it's from that house. Oh, very no, clever. Wait. What? What time of uh, night is this? Not midnight. Midnight. Are you out there in a ski mask at midnight? By the way, at this point, I don't know how the story ends, but you're begging to be shot. You know that, right? With a ladder. I had a ladder with me because because the speaker was way up high. It was pointed right at my house. I'm sure Were that you was carrying big quiet. bags that had dollar signs written on them? He's like, like a comic strip bad guy. <laughs> I know it sounds stupid, but no. <laughs> but it worked in that I put the ladder up, I climbed up by the speaker for his, you know, security, mm-hmm. and I just disconnected it. Wow. I just oh, disconnected oh. his speaker. Very strong. So now someone could break into the house. <laughs> Who would have no, any idea? No sounds. But and he they, doesn't know it's disconnected. Right? But it he does, just thinks it's not going off. Right. So then, but then it no, never uh, never goes off toward my house again. Excellent. Who's the smart guy now? Come on. Who's well, the smart guy now? Very well done. So Kevin's a man of action. He just didn't sit back and take it. How does he not get shot? Seriously. <laughs> so I do anybody... love the idea of him running around with a ski mask on in the daytime. That in Southern California. Yeah. In Southern <laughs> California. That's the part that's like, no, there's only one mask. use. Yeah. So anybody here have noisy neighbors? Did you have to take drastic actions? Diamond, I'm kind of thinking you might do what Kevin did. See, he's smarter than me because I would have done the same thing minus the ski mask. <laughs> I'm yeah. stupid enough or I would have just done it like that. But I, I, okay, so what happened to me was when me and my husband were newlyweds, he was at work and I was, you know, straightening up the house. And one of our neighbors, two doors over, was having sex very, very, very loud. I could hear them two doors over and I was like, Okay, this is a bit much, so I just ordered them a pizza. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's you are amazing. <laughs> and it oh. was uh, with pineapple, so it's the devil's Damn, pizza. <gasps> we were talking about mustaches recently. Now, this is one of the things Kevin and Bean are famous for their advice. They'll, they'll tell you how to live your life. Now, one of their advices, what advices? One of their things is. When you get married, take a terrible wedding picture. That way, when people see you later, they'll say, wow, you look great. People don't listen to me, but on your wedding day, you should look your worst. You should be fat, no makeup. Then you put the picture prominently in your house, and for the rest of your life, 
People will come in and go, you look great. Wow. They look you at you. You've gotten so much better looking. <laughs> right? They look at your wedding picture and they look, size you up and they look at you and you go, you've lost weight and you you look you look great for the rest of your life. That's an excellent idea. As Kevin it is, made it, it an interesting choice, Ralph, in that in his entire life, he had a mustache for one week and it was the week of his wedding. <laughs> you had a mustache so, at your wedding? I had a mustache. Uh, I believe and a beard, but not. It wasn't really a beard as much as it was just like a strip of hair. Really, I don't, it's hard to explain. Why, why did you offer the hobo look? I, listen, I don't. Why because he, because he, he was following his own advice, which is, what can I do to f this picture up? All, I know I'm real mustache. Yes. Then the rest of my awesome. life, people will think I look good. Kevin with a mustache. I've seen Kevin with a mullet. Oh, and with a shaved head, but never mustache. We got to find this picture somewhere. Yo, that's the same. Lo- that's, the, that's the same logic as I'm gonna go to a job interview half drunk. That way, if I do ever show up drunk, they think that's how I am normally, and then the rest of the time I'm on fire. It's yeah. it's. I like I like his attitude with this. He never considers how people might look at that picture and say, like, oh, man, you really didn't look good in <laughs> your wedding. Shit. Like, but that's happened? the thing is you look Damn. good now. But who cares? Everybody, they're looking at the picture of where he, you look like shit. And they're like, ooh. Yeah, and also, like, I mean, house? it's like, it's like it, if you're going to look like shit, I'm assuming that, you know, his bride's going to kind of look like the in a bad photo like they're gonna pick the worst photo if this is the plan so it's like was she was she a captive bride like was was this oh. forced like like it raises I'll some questions quickly. yeah <laughs> i can poke a lot that took a turn yeah yeah well maybe kevin doesn't always know what he's talking about is what i've learned maybe okay now really? A great thing about listening to the old shows is that you come across things that you had kind of forgotten about. This week in 2010, someone had sent Ralph air checks from the first time Kevin and Bean ever got together on air. This was in Tucson, and I'm just going to let Kevin tell the story. It's really interesting. And I have some clips uh, today from an early morning show Kevin and Bean worked on in KRQ in Tucson, Arizona. Oh, my gosh. This is, I think, the, uh, the, the inception of the Kevin and Bean show. This is the birth of the Kevin and Bean show and I've got some clips from a, an early wow. an early show Kevin and Bean did together. Correct me if I'm wrong, Bean, but we wanted to do it at the radio station we were working at in Phoenix and they said no. Right. But we have a this sister system sister station in Tucson. We're gonna force you on them. Where and, you can do less damage. Is yeah. that what they were thinking? And then they put out a memo saying deny all knowledge of this. <laughs> Th- this was basically our audition for mornings in Phoenix, Ralph. They heard the tape and said, No, you guys will never do mornings anywhere. <laughs> well, Not just here, but anywhere. Well now the listeners will understand why. Well, <laughs> ask that listener. <laughs> Here's the he is. very beginning of what I think may be the very first Kevin and Bean. The Rick D's Weekly Top 40 will not be heard this week, so we may present the following special program. Live from Tucson, it's the Kevin and Bean Show. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, that really could be the very first ever reference to anything called the Kevin and Bean Show. I thought it I think might. that's the very beginning, Ralph. Yeah. So I wanted to play that. It's like uh, watching the birth of Hitler. It's <laughs> 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 historic significance, and yet it still sends shivers down your spine. Not only are we bad, which I'll give you, but we're also on a Kiss FM type station. Yeah. Down there. So yes. we're playing the hits, yep. you know? So, yeah, that's the first time they ever got together, and uh, they sound very much like Kevin and Bean. Now, I know we're got to go for one more clip. This one came up for years as an example of uh, of Bean's greatness. So I got to go one more. Sorry, Christopher. I know we're running long. 
Well, oh. here's the last piece where, oh, uh, thank God. where <laughs> Kevin and Bean open up the phone lines yet again and say, hey, what phrases or words are you tired of? What what phrases or words would you like oh, to see God. retired? Here is one of their listeners' ideas. Hi, Hi KRQ. I have a word for you. Fantastic. What is it? Homie or Holmes. Holmes? You don't like that? No. What's up, Holmes? <laughs> wow, what just happened? I was using it in a sentence. That was Bean <laughs> showing off his, uh, his, you know, street cred. <laughs> they would tease Bean with the what's up, Holmes, for years what's after. What's up, Holmes? Girl, Holla. Their first station was called KRQ, and then they ended up on KROQ. Know, kind of cosmic, really, or something. Yeah, yeah I caught. I, According yeah, I to caught Kevin that too. and Bean, that's the first time they were together on the radio. That's basically it for 2010. All right, we we gotta we gotta keep it around this time for editing, and I gotta take the kids to yeah. the pool. So <laughs> drop, drop the kids off at the pool. Is that what uh, No. Uh, well, that too that's first, and then go. The to Twitter's the pool. never give up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it over. I'm against that. <laughs> all right well we want to thank the coven for joining us thank you, guys. Thank, you. thank you for having thank us, you. Thank you. So diamond thank you geometric so bananas cupcake kelly kelly gleason mm-hmm. thank you guys for being here thank uh we you. gotta do this again yeah for sure thank you so yeah. much it was, it was so Thanks fun for being here it, yes you, you guys want to mention anything a new podcast you guys are going to start anything <laughs> like that no no Coven no. podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if we haven't done that. Not that one I'd pay for. Keep your mental health in check. Go Lions. That's it. That's all I got to say. Go Lakers. Right. Aren't those kind of contradictory Lakers. statements? Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> they are. <laughs> but, you know. Yes, go Lakers. Who said that? I did. Geometric Bananas. Thank you. Go USA Waterfall. better friends now. Oh, and go Rams oh. because Stafford's on the team now. So Okay. That's okay. I'll allow that. All right, well, that's our show for today. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, you can email us at quittersnevergiveup dot quittersnevergiveup at gmail dot com. <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter at quittersnever or Instagram at quittersnevergiveup. We never got that together. Uh, leave us a message through Anchor at the link at the bottom of the episode. Thank you guys all for listening and everything like that. Uh, a great coven. You can leave us a message. You could be our first message we play. Um, 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 Hit me with a number. Hi. First message. Oh, first that's message right. I'm sorry. Drew. Ashley Drew. Wow. Second wow. Message. Second message. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, the first non-ringer so message. Drew's like oh. a ringer. He's a friend of ours. All right. Let's end this episode with a song from uh, Cupcake Kelly. It's 420. <laughs> Janky town in the morning. Janky town at night. Oh, wait. Hold on. Is it okay? So she had a call back. Okay, Kelly, let's try this again. It's Cupcake Kelly. Janky town in the morning. Janky town in the afternoon. It makes me feel alright. I'm smoking blunt with Janky town and Omar and Muggs. Dave, too, and you know what? That's, I'm, I'm high. I love you. She's so stoned she couldn't finish her song. Oh my god, I love that. It's 420.